Hi, everyone. Welcome to Ties That Bind, a podcast where we talk about real family matters in your marriage, family life, or divorce. We're glad you're here with us. My name is Steve Robin, and I'm joined today again by my friends and colleagues, Jamie Sabatini, Liz Devine Eusen, and Dr. Mark Lund. Hello, Steve. Today, we've got something super useful and powerful for our listeners. So I first want to start off by asking, what would it be like for you, for any of us, to calm the chaos without solving anything? What? What am I talking about, right? What would it do in your moments of frustration with your children, coworkers, spouse, if you could do this? So in today's episode, we are going to reveal the way to achieve this. And what made us bring this up is because we got an email from um, one of our loyal listeners about this exact topic. And I thought it would be super uh, powerful if Liz could read that, read that email to everybody. Absolutely. Dear Steve, Jamie, Liz, and Dr. Mark, thank you for your last podcast on managing expectations. I've already started practicing your three-step process. You mentioned the impact of taking deep breaths. I really think my husband can use this right now as he's really struggling with anxiety. Can you please share with me your technique? With hope, Teresa in Pennsylvania. Well, Teresa, thank you. That is absolutely so important for people to understand how to do these breaths. And you're right, we did mention it and we didn't focus on it. So we're taking time today to focus on what we call the three deep breaths or the four, seven, eight technique. So before we get into the technique, we'd like to talk a little bit about why it's so impactful. Life happens and all of a sudden you're in the middle of chaos. Maybe you're in rush hour and you can't get someplace. Maybe you were just rear-ended. Maybe your kids are just acting up and there's, there's trouble. And we need to try to keep ourselves calm in that moment. The human brain was designed not to really think just in complexity, but to keep us out of trouble. And while we have this incredibly brilliant part of our brain called the neocortex, the part that allows us to do calculus, Lorentz transformations, uh, physics, to build an airplane, to put uh, a man or woman in space, that wasn't what it was originally designed just to be able to do. So when we're in a period of crisis, when we're in stress, the brain doesn't receive blood the way it does when we're relaxing. The blood doesn't reach the outer part, that neocortex that allows us to do all those fancy calculations and think through complexity. The blood starts to push down into the lower parts of the brain because what we needed to do historically was to run away or fight for our life. So when we have stress, our brain wasn't designed to have us think about how to design the airplane. In those moments of stress, we can immediately start to calm down by taking deep breaths. And we'll go over the technique in just a moment, but when we take these deep breaths, some really amazing things happen. The first is, by taking those deep breaths, by the lung fully inflating, what we do is we actually start to decrease the impact of adrenaline, of cortisol, and of other hormones related to stress. And because of that, our heart rate starts to drop. Our blood pressure starts to drop. You know, I think it was uh, your husband, Liz, who sort of yeah. showed some of that. 
Yeah, a couple years ago, I walked upstairs to my bedroom and he was on the bed with a blood pressure cuff on. And he was taking his blood pressure with a look of complete panic on his face. Really? Yeah. And I said, what's going on? He said, my blood pressure is really high. I don't know why it's so high. I said, all right, take off the cuff. I've got something that's going to help you. And the three deep breaths, by the way, that Mark's going to go through with you only take a minute and 20 seconds. And in a minute and 20 seconds of doing these three deep breaths, my husband's blood pressure went down 15 points. That's a lot yeah, in, in a minute and a yeah. half. It really is. It's really interesting. Actually, one of our other clients said that he was always worried uh, when he went to the doctor, had a little bit of white coat hypertension or high blood pressure. And he was using these three deep breaths method through other parts of his life. And he decided that when he was sitting there at the doctor's office before they took his blood pressure, that he would just do his three deep breaths. And his blood pressure was remarkably lower. Uh, I don't remember exactly what that pressure drop was, but he was uh, very uh, uh, happy that he could actually control his blood pressure in that state. The other aspect is, is that when we're stressed, when we have chaos swirling around us, when we need to find some sanity, some calm, sometimes it's really hard because in that situation, we react and we can't find that ability to pause. This, this brings to mind, you know, in family situations, when you get your buttons are getting pushed and getting super frustrated and you have that knee-jerk reaction and you say or do something that you ultimately end up, once you calm down, regretting, mm-hmm. right? And it could be, any, you know, a small thing or a big thing. And sometimes it could be damaging and it's hard to rewind from. And sometimes, you know, a simple apology can, we'll call it fix it, right? But nevertheless... You go through that experience where you feel real bad that you didn't. And you always say, had I thought about it one more second or had I been more calm or had I blah, 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 I would have done it differently. And it would not have created that story. Yeah, there's always remorse when we react and we don't respond. And we typically react um, without taking a breath, without, you know, uh, we, we, we react to the stresses of the moment and we're never really happy about the way it comes out. I think our bodies even like stagnant, like we're, we're stiff, right? Like we, we we actually have stopped breathing in that in those moments. And if we we're not paying attention at the moment, because that's why we're doing what we're doing, right? But if we were to be like the fly on the wall looking, I bet you we would see a stiffened body. Like I wonder if we paid attention to other people in these situations and looked at them, what we might see and what we might observe, and go, wow. Do I look like that? Like, am I, is my body like that? You know? Yeah. When we're tense, we pull our shoulders back, mm-hmm. and that, that is, we sort of become stiff, as you said. So how many times have you got a, an email, and you were not happy at all about it, and you, can, you, you wrote an email back, and you thought, you know what, should I send this, or, or should I not send this? <laughs> and pretty much all the time, if you wait, <laughs> you're going to delete that entire email. And that's just that minute and 20 <laughs> seconds of breathing. So the breathing's going to help there, but you know. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's amazing. One of the other things we just talked about how this starts to influence our ourselves in those moments of, of reaction instead of responding. What's amazing is that when we do this, we also start to have influence over others. People are feeding off of us sometimes and amping things up. It's an incredible technique for that, and I can tell you, I've used it in my own home, and we've also used it with clients. Uh, we uh, in my home, I 
couple years ago was having a pretty heated discussion with my teenager, as if anybody was teenagers, they can imagine how that goes. And I found myself wanting to react, like Steve just said, and feeling my and feeling myself, I don't know if I felt stiff, but certainly my shoulders were going up and I was getting upset. And then I reminded myself, wait a minute, I have something in my back pocket that I could pull out right now, and it's the three deep breaths. And I started taking them, and my son all of a sudden looked at me and said, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> What's happening right now? <laughs> Why aren't you saying anything? And before I knew it, it was working. I completely disrupted the situation just by stopping and just breathing, just not not engaging with the argument that we were having. I just stopped it. And he probably just said, wow, mom needs a reset too. Wow, yeah. she's like me. <laughs> yeah. Who knew? But it stopped, it stopped us from, it stopped me from exploding. It prevented him from exploding. And, um, it, and it just de-escalated the entire situation where it could have gone. Steve, that was after he probably got mad at her that it wasn't working. That he was, she wasn't getting upset, and he was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay." Exactly. The other amazing thing is that it actually changes the way that we form memories of a certain event when we're involved in that. So, if we think about it, a smell will bring us back someplace immediately. Maybe the smell of, of baked bread or cookies or a certain perfume or a cologne. In the same way, music brings us back. There are different things that, that help us to really form memories. And it's interesting that the nose, in a sense, and several uh, neurologic, uh, uh, neuropsychology uh, research articles has been referred to as the remote control for the brain. And when we start to breathe in through our nose, not just taking an open breath through our mouth, but actually through our nose in the slow, meaningful, and mindful way that we do it, or we teach other people to do it, is that it helps us to form a different type of memory around the situation. And that's really amazing, because what do we have in life? It's really about creating memories. And we have good memories, and we have not so good memories. So what we're going to do is we're just going to go now into the technique, and we call it the 478 breathing technique. So a couple of caveats. Number one, if you have some underlying lung disease that's problematic, uh, particularly some COPD or emphysema, you may not want to, to do this, or at least without talking to your, your physician. In uh, most all cases, you will not become dizzy or lightheaded or hyperventilate with this. And that's because of the pause that we have and the holding of the breath. But the fact is, if you ever feel that way, uh, modify it or ask your doctor um, and be careful. So the 478 breathing technique, we're going to have you breathe in for four seconds. We have you hold your breath for a count of seven seconds and then breathe out for eight seconds and then a pause before you restart the cycle. And we do that three times. So the first part of it is to sit comfortably. Sit comfortably in a chair, in a couch, you put your hands on your lap, on the table in front of you, you can close your eyes, whatever you need. And then what you do, and we'll go through one cycle of this, but we won't go through all three. What we will ask you to do is take a nice deep breath in through your nose. So let's take a breath in through the nose, two, one thousand, three, one thousand, four, one thousand. Hold your breath, two, one thousand, three, one thousand, four, one thousand, five, one thousand, six, one thousand, seven, one thousand. 
breathe out through pursed lips to 1,000, 3, 1,000, 4, 1,000, 5, 1,000, 6, 1,000, 7, 1,000, 8, 1,000. Pause, and then you'll restart the cycle by breathing in through your nose for four seconds. And you do that three times. Sometimes you feel like you can't do all three, and what you need to do is just step back and start with one, and you will have calmed down enough. You have a little bit of calm in your, in your space, and you can find the, the ability to do that next breath. I don't know about you guys, Jamie and Steve, but I actually felt, just in that one deep breath, my shoulders going down. So I just wanted to point that out. I never really mm -hmm. was aware of that before, and I felt that. And my head, my head getting more clear. Yeah. Like, lighter. Yeah, clearly a reset in a way to center yourself, without, without a doubt. You can also do this before you're going to bed at night. Some people struggle, like, because they have a lot of things on their mind, and they, they can't quiet their mind. This is fabulous. The recommendation, I think, from all of us, really, is, is to practice this three, four times a day when you get up, during the day, if you're driving uh, to work, uh, and then in the evening. Like anything, when you start to do it and it becomes habit, you can most easily pull it out of your back pocket, out of your purse. You can immediately execute and find that calm when you need it. If you need to think about it, it will be a little more difficult. So using that from the start and practicing it, developing that motor muscle memory is important. Mark, I think also, at least from my experience, there's an, uh, an additional benefit, not just in the moment, but almost like that um, domino effect, you know, that, that vitamin type perspective where you, know, you take your vitamin in the morning, it lasts you till the next day. Uh, I, I, I feel like while maybe in that particular moment, maybe, you know, you can always do the best you can, right? And maybe in that moment, the best you could do was not fully taking the breath, but you took it. You took the vitamin, you know, a few hours earlier, and the reverb that's that's still in you, right? Like, you know, your metabolism, you eat and you exercise, and you're supposed to be burning calories, you know, for, for hours afterwards, right? The same thing, you know, same idea, and you could tell me if that's, that's true or that's just me, that um, that would carry forward even in those moments where maybe you're like, I just can't take this breath right now, but it's still affecting you and keeping your mind in that different space. I think you're right, and that chance to reset the nervous system several times a day, I think is very good, and it kind of trains us to have our own nervous system, our own responses, uh, uh, to be patterns for us, and to set us up for success uh, so that we can see and respond. Right, it sets us up to be patient, really. Autopilot, yes. autopilot, I like autopilot. <laughs> so your life is important. And we are bringing you topics that matter because you matter. So please email us at tiesthatbindpodcast at gmail.com with any questions, comments, or thoughts about the current episode, as well as suggested topics that you would like us to explore. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. Bye. Bye. Have a great day.